Africa is on Twitter at Africa Milani. A quarter past five it is this Monday morning, the 15th of January. It's a day when uh, all school teachers and heads of schools return to campuses across the country as they get ready for the 2024 academic calendar. Joining me on the line now is Basil Manuel. Basil is the executive director with the National Professional Teachers Organization of South Africa. Basil, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, Africa. Good to be with you again. All right. Um, I imagine, um, and let's start in KwaZulu-Natal, where there are reports of severe damages to 59 schools across nine districts as a result of those floods. Um, That is going to be in part the purpose of today, right, where teachers and principals will be returning to school campuses for the first time, and they will need to assess whatever damage or vandalism, sadly, in some cases, they would have been uh, fallen victim to. Africa, yes, both KZN and Eastern Cape have had a really, really rough um, December break because of all the rain. And of course, KZN still had uh, things to pick up from the previous year, which hadn't been done. And that constitutes a crisis. So there's going to be a lot of mopping up taking place. And of course, some people will discover for the first time that there are damages. But hopefully, most principals have been to their schools already and have checked out and have tried to get some assistance. Now, KZN is worrying in particular because uh, a number of schools have reported that they haven't received their LTSM, that's Learning and Teacher Support Material, allocations which were due last year. And we've raised this and we've been promised that this will happen by the, the beginning of February, which is not good because schools then start limping with, uh, at the very beginning of the year. And is KZN the only province where this is a concern or some of the other provinces also having to wait until possibly the beginning of the, the next month before they get that uh, very vital material? Insofar as LTSM is concerned, KZN is the one that is standing out. We haven't heard reports from any of the other provinces. But of course, the perennial issues in both Gauteng and the Western Cape has to do with accommodation of all the pupils who have arrived in the province. Uh, And many of these are not necessarily learners that were there when applications opened. And that too becomes a problem because provinces... Uh, find it very difficult to accommodate all the children when they don't know where they will pop up. And as much as we criticize the department saying, you know that this is going to happen, the reality is if they don't know where the pupils are going to present themselves, it is difficult. And the two provinces I've mentioned, uh, Gauteng and the Western Cape, have had this uh, as an increasing uh, lingering problem over the last few years. And all our efforts with the department has been unable to to reap positive outcomes simply because they present to us uh, an argument which we cannot argue against when they say, tell us where they will be and we will prepare for it, but we are unable to do so. But to encourage parents that haven't registered children to get done Get this done ASAP because you cannot wait for the first day of the actual return of learners. I spoke in the first week of the new year when I was hosting the drive show in Cape Talk with um, the head of communications for the Western Cape Education Department. Uh, they had 
several new schools that will be opened this year. Nine, I think, is the total number. They're adding 640 or thereabouts classrooms, not only with the nine new schools, but of course additional infrastructure added to existing schools already. But she was the first to admit that because of budget cuts, uh, the um, number of additional classrooms is nowhere near what the province needs um, as they anticipate an influx of uh, uh, learners coming from other provinces wanting to come and study here in the Western Cape. This is a real concern, isn't it? Because you have a finance minister on the one hand who claims, and some would argue quite rightly, we just don't have the finances. We need to be fiscally responsible. Everybody has to cut spending. But when that cutting of spending had such a direct impact on, in your case, the ability to teach the curriculum, it is concerning. Uh, Africa, absolutely. And we've got to uh, acknowledge the efforts of the Western Cape as well as Gauteng in trying to mitigate the problem that they know is going to be there. We had a meeting with the Minister of Finance and the State President, in fact, where our plea was to ensure that those uh, departments like education and health and police that are labor intensive and that of course also demand uh, the, the social part of spending, that they not be impacted as heavily by these cuts as some of the other departments. Of course, everybody agrees with us, but it doesn't always pan out like that. Uh, we are sitting with a problem and uh, the provinces are battling with it too. But we've got to look at provinces also where they are still returning things like infrastructure money and the like. That is just unacceptable in a climate where there are budget cuts and there are difficulties in finding new monies. Let's talk about uh, wellness and welfare of teachers for a second. Um, You know, Perennially, of course, there's a concern around salary increments and what uh, teachers deserve and what is due. Uh, That's always a concern. Uh, But some of the teachers are walking into campuses that are just simply not safe because of the communities that they find themselves in. How are you helping your members address those issues? Africa, that's an extremely difficult one. First of all, just uh, on the side of that issue is the mental health that uh, teachers are then impacted by because of safety, because of the not knowing. It plays on you all the time. Ours is to address the national and provincial departments and the Department of Finance as well, because we can't fix the communities on our own. We can advise teachers about things to do. But at the end of the day, if a school is in a neglected area, if the school is in a rundown community where the community is not being helped, it's a much bigger problem than the school can solve. And it is only government that can come in and assist together with all the other role players. And that has been primarily our role, is to highlight this in the right places. Not that those people don't know, but sometimes I suppose there is this uh, pretense of being shocked at some of the circumstances, and you can't be. And those teachers have to be acknowledged for still getting up this morning and still going to the same place, knowing they run the gauntlet every day. Absolutely. What are your uh, major concerns going into this year um, that you feel uh, the national government and the provincial governments will need to pay particular and close attention to? At first, it is the provision of classrooms. There are over and above 
the, the needs that we have mentioned already in the two provinces. There's still overcrowding. And if we want quality education, if we want all our kids to be able to read, etc., there must be texts in schools, there must be sufficient space in schools so that attention can be paid to every child. But Africa, given the year we are in, we are worried about unnecessary disruptions to the program of learning and teaching, where protests will increase and the like. And our appeal is to the broader community, let's protect our schools, let's protect our children and their right to be in school and be educated. We certainly wish you and your colleagues all the best for the new uh, academic calendar. Basil Manuel, thank you very much for your time this morning. Basil is the Executive Director with uh, NAPTOSA, the National Professional Teachers Organization of South Africa. As indicated, teachers returning to school campuses across the land today ahead of the academic year officially kicking off on Wednesday.